The Kamara, the Mishnayas over here are going through different things that have a set fee. And we say when there's something that has a, has a set fee, in some ways it could be easier, in some ways it could be harder. So let's say we discuss the uh, case of paying a set fee of 30 Salah, uh, 30 Shekel for an Evet. So over there, in some ways that could be easy. If someone really damaged a much more expensive, killed a much more expensive Evet, he would get off easy. And if he killed a cheaper Evet, in that case he's paying more. So sometimes it's easy on him, sometimes it's hard on him. We're continuing, we're continuing, on, continuing on with this theme. Then, following Mishnah, the Mishnah that we're up to now in Yudalan Rebbei says as follows: someone who either forced or convinced a young girl into a relationship. So, then, over there, there's also there's a set fee. You pay fifty shekel. So over there, that's lahakul lahachmer. At times he's getting off easy, and at times he's getting off hard. Ketzad, how is this so? Regardless of whether the victim was the greatest of kahuna, v'asaktana shabi Yisrael, or if the victim was just, you know, standard, a Jewish, uh, nice, Jew, a nice young Jewish girl, regardless, he's nicely chamishim 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 slaim. Regardless, he has to pay the set price of 50, 50 shekel. But v'habayshus um, v'hapegam, that just covers the basic expense. On top of that. We also assess for the baishas, for the embarrassment, for hapagam, and her decrease in value, which the way that the Gemara explains it in Baba Kama is that there's a set, there's a lower value for uh, if someone's buying a maidservant, someone's buying a female slave. Over there, there's, there's a lower value for, for, for her now. The explanation for that is that even though he doesn't care, obviously, but he may have a slave that he wants to treat, treat nicely. So for the slave, it's worse. Therefore, he'll pay less for this for, for, the, for this for this girl also. So over here, that also now it comes out that there's a de- decrease in her value. That's a call of That will that will depend on who the victim is, who's embarrassed, and who embarrasses them. There are other factors that would go in. So we're trying to figure out these other payments: the payments of baishas and pagam, the pay, the payments of embarrassment, the payments of for pagam, the payments of decrease decrease in value. That that those payments are on a case by case basis. But for the primary payment, that fifty shekel payment, that that's regardless of who it is. The Gemara explains, "Am I? Why is it that there have that there are that there are these two additional payments? There are there are these additional payments for decrease in value as well as, as, well as embarrassment." Why, why do we not interpret the Pasuk, the Pasuk that gives us the flat fee as being exactly that, a flat fee, all-inclusive? Why do we say that on top of the 50, uh, on top of the 50, we still would now add on also for Busha, also for embarrassment, also for Gam, also, also for decrease in value? The Gemara says, Amr of Zeira, Zeira explains, Yemru, this is only logical. Yemru, shall they say that Baal Bas Melachim, if the victim was a princess, Chamishim, you get away with just paying fifty. Ball bas and yet if the, and yet if someone, if the, if the victim was just a standard individual chamishim, then also fifty. It makes no sense. How could it be that there's just such a clear cut fifty shackle? I'm not sure I fully understand the question of the Gemara, but the Gemara asks, how could it be that there's this same exact fifty shackle regardless of who the victim is? It must be that there's some level of change, and therefore we're going to assume that those changes are dependent on these two other payments of vayshes and pagam. Amelia Abaya Abaya responds to Azira that Ihahi, if that's so, Gabi Avinami. I mean, we find that there are other types of knas, there are other types of set fees, set fines. So let's say the halacha of Shleishim Shalavid, the halacha that if is someone's ox gores and kills an Evid, over there he pays always 30 shekel. 
Yaimru, they should we should also say Evid Nekev Margolias. If the Evid is a jeweler, so it's a it takes fine skill. It takes dexterity. Over there it's Shleshim. There you pay thirty. Evid Mechat. And yet when when you're dealing with a standard, a simple tailor also, Shleshim, you pay thirty. Yet still we find that it's not true. Yes, it is true that we're really it is true. Yes, it's always a flat a, a set thirty. So we find that there's something called a, a set fee, a set fine. Why, why are you getting so worked up now that when we get to over here that you should be paying the same amount regardless of whether she's a princess or if she is a, just a, reg, a regular person? The Gemara says, Elam Rezir, tried number two. If you have two people that have a relationship with her, one in an abnormal way, that would not make her now lose her payment. And only afterwards, someone had a relationship in a normal way. And that, that person now would be obligated to pay that fine. Yaimru, would you say, Ba Paguma, that if if she if the victim was, so to speak, damaged, over there, Chamishim, she was already damaged, you still pay 50. Ba Shlema, yet if the victim is Shlema, if she's undamaged, still Chamishim, that, that makes no sense. So you may you may be right. That if the damaged over there, when we're discussing the case of slaves, different slaves, same amount, fine, I got it. But over here, the damage, you could have two people that damaged her, one more, one greater, and one less. And yet still, even though the damage is, is, is less, still you pay 50. Amrle Abaya, Abaya responds is similar to that. If so, Gabi Nami, I could find a similar argument by an Evid too. Yemer Evid Bari Shleishim. I have an Evid that's fit, handsome. And great for service. And over there you pay only 30. Eved Mukashchen. Yet then I have an Eved who's a leper. Who's not fully fit for service. So over there the damage is also less. Over there also Shleshim. There also you pay 30. So we find that yes. At times the Torah will say a fine is a fine. And that's fine. You always pay 50 and that's just the way. Uh, you always pay 30 and that's just the way it works. And so to over here. You always pay 50. That's, not, that, that's just the way it works. El Amr Abayah says that no. We have to drop the logic. We'll have to start pulling these out of Pesukim. Amar Kra, the Pesuk says, Tachas Asher Ina. Let's go to read out the entire Pesuk. V'nasan ha'isha sheikh of Ima, and the man who lied with her shall pay la'aviya na'ir to the father of the young girl, Chamishim Kasef, 50 shakal. V'loytia li'isha, and she should be for him to a wife, Tachas Asher Ina, in place of that which he pained her, he was unable to divorce her for, for the rest of his life. So over there we, we say, The payment comes just for in place of the pain that he inflicted upon her. So we see that the payment is only for one of the different payments there are. 50 shekels to cover that which he pained her. On top, but of course, there are there are other payments from the Pasuk itself. And the Pasuk says, this payment is just for that. We see that there are other payments, and those payments are assumed to be for Baishas and Begam, for decrease in value as well as embarrassment. Rava Amar, Rava says that the Pasuk quotes a different Pasuk, or the same Pasuk, different part of the Pasuk. It says, the Amar the Pasuk says, The man who was with her shall pay. So we see that the payment comes for the fact that he benefited, he gained, or he enjoyed it. So for that, you, that he pays 50. So we see that the payment, again, another part of the Pasuk, which implies that the payment is specifically for one of for one aspect of it. So we see the fact that the Torah says that the 50 shekels should go for this this specific payment, for the payment of his personal, his personal gain, his personal enjoyment. 
So we see that there are other payments that are that, that do make sense that should apply there. And what are those? Those are Bashi Sipagam. These these are referred to Bashi Sipagam, the embarrassment as well as the decrease in value. From the fact that the Torah says that this payment is just for that, that tells you that there are additional payments also on top of that that, that we still have to assess. That is the end of the concept of Ainus um, Mufata. Now there's another concept, another Isser, another payment, another fine called Maitzi Shamra. Maitzi Shamra will be the following Mishnah. That the halacha of Maitzi Shamra is that if a man goes and he starts spreading rumors, man gets married, and immediately following the marriage, he, spread, he spreads rumors about his wife, that she had some other kind, some other relationship um, during the point that she would be chayiv misa, at a point following the kedushin before the nisun, at a point that they were, I guess, kind of married on paper, but not, you know, not they they were not living together. So over there, that person, and then he goes to court about it. And he loses, and it turns out that this, this, the, the whole thing never happened. In that case, the 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 mitzvah shamra, the husband, is obligated to pay his wife one hundred shekel. So the Gemara says mitzvah shamra lahakul lahachmer. Mitzvah shamra, this person who spreads these these false rumors, in some ways were easy on him, and some some ways were hard on him. The fact that the fee is set, it doesn't shift, it doesn't depend on who it is. That could be easier, and that could be hard. How would that be? Regardless of the person that, it, that the wife that he's spreading rumors about her, uh, about her comes from great lineage, she's from Kahuna. Or even if she's just a regular, simple, uh, a simple woman. So for her, one would say that the rumors they're not, they're just not as offensive. Yet still, he's nice and mayasala. Regardless, he has to pay one hundred sala. So from here we see. That it's just a set fine, and at times it could be. At times, at times it can gain, and at times it can lose. The Gemara, the, the the Mishnah says that we take it. We should take out a big piece of muster from here. Some practical lessons for our daily living. Nimso, we see from here from the concept of the Meitzi Shemra. Ha'imer bepiv, someone who says things improper, chamer min ha'isa is worse than someone who does things improper. Shakemat that that if you look back at the last Mishnah. Someone who actually did something, yet still he only pays 50 shekel. Yet someone who speaks, spread, spreads rumors about his wife, 100 shekel. Double the payment, 100 shekel. And, We find that but in the Midbar, the point when they were, when their Gzardin was, was sealed, when the when the decree was sealed that they should wander for force for forty years was for what Lashon Hara that came from the Miraglim that came from Lashon Hara that comes from improper speech. Shenamar, as the pasuk says, and for the tenth time the Miraglim. That's when Hashem said, "That's it. I am uh, you you, uh, you you now must wander in the in, in the wilderness for forty years." So here from this Mishnah we learn from this we learn the lesson to guard our speech, to watch what you say, because what you say makes even more of a difference than, than, um, <clears throat> excuse me, than, than even what you do. And the Chafetz Chaim says that when someone, if so, this Mishnah is telling you that if someone is confronted with a challenge, they really feel the need, they really feel like they want to say something, they should just picture a, a situation where, you know, there's a, where, where there's a temptation for other things, for an action, and say, would I really cave in if it was an action? It wasn't just speech. And a lot of times the answer is no. And when he re- when a person recognizes that really speech is in, is much worse than an action, that will help him overcome whatever whatever temptation he has to say 
to say whatever bad thing about his friend, his neighbor. Okay, the Gemara, the Gemara continues on. How do, from where do we see that this really is just because of the speech? You know, Maitzi Shamra is much worse. Maybe it's just because he's trying to kill her. It's not just any speech. He didn't just spread a rumor. He didn't just post it online. He actually brought her to court. He wanted to kill her. Maybe that's why he has to pay 100 shekel. As the Pasuk says, If in fact what he was saying was true, if he could prove his case, in that case she gets killed. So how do we how do we see that speech alone is worse than action? Maybe you know attempting to kill people, attempted murder is worse than it was worse than action. The The Gemara says Amar Rav says Amar The Pasuk says Ki Al Ki Shemra. Why does he pay? Why does he make the payment of a hundred kasef? The pasuk says you should fine him. You should penalize him a hundred kasef. Why? Because he spread a, for, a false rumor. The hundred shekel, the payment of a hundred shekel is not for the attempted murder. The payment of a hundred shekel is simply because he spread. He was spreading a false rumor. So we see from over here the severity of spreading rumors about other people. The Gzardin, that the reason why the Kaisal wandered in the desert was also because of Lashon Hara. The Gemara says, Mimai, where do you find that? It was because of Lashon Hara. Maybe the reason why is because, so to speak, we needed the straw to break the camel's back. Their literal translation, means that their measure was not filled. There was, they need another tent. Amr of Amnuna, Rav Nuna said, Even if a person did one thing wrong, until it's time, it's still not time yet. Shinamar has the Pasuk says, when his, when, his, when he's filled his needs, when he's filled his desires, then that's when, um, that, that's when it will come back to him. So, so the Gemara questions that maybe, you know, the first nine times, they kind of got up one ounce, two ounces. Then when we finally got to number ten, that's when that, that that's when their their measure was completed. Amar Shlaker Shlaker says Amar Kar the pasuk says Ve'inisu Aisi Zeh Pamim Al Zeh Nechtav Gzardin. The words that this it should have said Ve'inisu Aisi Aser Pamim. They tested me ten times. From the fact that we said Ve'inisu Aisi Zeh Aser Pamim, they tested me this tenth time. So we see that the the reason why they were punished was specifically for this time. For the for lashon hara of the miracle, so again we see the 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 severity of speaking improperly. Tanya the Gemara quotes a brisa. Amr Rabbi ben Prata. Rabbi ben Prata said, Let's go see how great is the destruction caused by lashon hara. Minalami We see that from the miracle. What did the miraglim say lashon hara about? They said it about Eretz Yisrael. That's true. But they didn't say it about people. They said it about the land. Yet still, kach, we find that Christ will have to wander for 40 years in the desert. When you speak about your friend, you speak evil about a friend, a spouse. For sure, it's, much, it's a much worse sin. That it's, much, it's, it's even worse than, the, than that which the miraculum did. The Gemara asks me, my, from where, how do you know that? Maybe the reason why it's like Rebchanina Bar Papa, Papa, Davar Gadol Dibra Mraglam by the Mraglam said something great. They said something horrible. The Chsiv, as the Pasuk says, Kichazakumi Menu, Atikru, Kichazakumi Menu, Alami Menu Kaviachal, that what they meant that literally, literally it should be translated as it is stronger than us, yet it could be read also that 
they are stronger than him. Who is him? It refers to the him with a capital H to Hashem. Even the owner of the house cannot remove his his items from there, meaning Hashem, who owns the house, still cannot remove the Canaan. They're just too powerful, powerful for him to destroy. So we see that there is some aspect of Kfira. They said even Hashem can't kick out the the, the Canaan. So uh, maybe that's why that's that you know that, that that's why they deserve such a horrible punishment. But it's not lashon hara. Typical lashon hara does, is, doesn't doesn't reserve, doesn't deserve such a bad pain, punishment. The Gemara says, "Ella Amar Rabba Amar Shalkish." Yes, that might be true. That was for Kfira. Amar Kar the pasuk says, "Vayimusu Hanashem." If you look at the death of the Miraglim, they died a horrible death. They died in a magefa. They died in a plague. The Rashi over there brings down their tongues grew all the way down to their stomachs, and they had worms climbing up. Uh, uh, climbing up. It was a horrible death. So it says, The spies, the men died, that spread bad rumors, bad or bad information about the land. We see that their death that they were deserving was for that, was for just bad speech. And still they're only speaking about the arts or only speaking, the, uh, speaking about the land. Yet, it was still, they still deserved such a horrible punishment. So for sure, if anyone speaks Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara, we see a horrible Lashon Hara. It's Tanya, there were ten nisyanis, ten, so to speak, challenges that, that, that the Jewish people challenged Hashem. We're going to go through them all in a moment to describe what they were. Twice on the sea, twice about water, they, they were thirsty. Twice about the mun, twice about the quail that came down. Achas be'egel, once by the egel, achas be'midbar paran, and once by the, by the miraglim. The Gemara goes through it, shnayim ba'yam, twice they challenged Hashem by the sea, by the yamsof. Achas be'yerida, once they went, when they went down, v'achas ba'aliyah, and once when they came back up. Be'yerida, when they went down into the yamsof, t'chsev, as the Pasuk says, ha'mabuliyank farim be'mitzrayim, are there not enough graves in Mitzrayim? So they're complaining, they're saying, we won't survive this. That's challenge number one. Ba'aliyah, and then again when they came up, Kedir Ravuna. But like Ravuna, the Amr Ravuna, as Ravuna said, Yisrael The Jewish people at that during at that time, they still had in some way they were they were not fully they didn't have full belief in Hashem. Kedir Mari, like Rabbi Mari said, Amr Rabbi Mari, Rabbi Mari says, by the someone's they Vayimru they rebelled. By the sea, by the Yamsof, by Yahushim, but yet you yet you save them in order to preserve your great name. We see that even at the time when they came out of the Yamsof, they still rebelled. Viren, they said, just as we came up from this side, so to Mitzrayim, they came up from the other side. Kadesh turned to the Malach that rules over the sea, the angel that rules over the sea, and he said, Go ahead and spit out the dead Egyptians onto the dry land. So the angel turns back and he says, the master of the universe. Is there a slave like me that his master that you gave a gift? And then he takes it back. You gave us a gift. You gave us these Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim, and they serve their, their food for the fish. Now you're taking away the gift that you gave me. Omar Hashem responds back to him, I'll give you 50% more. 
Give it to me now. I'll give it back to you with interest, 50% interest. Amr Lefanov, that if you, just to explain what that is, when Sisra's 900 chariots drowned. Now, Mitzrayim, there were only 600 chariots. So Hashem said, you give back the 600 horsemen now, and I'll give you 900 horsemen with Sisra. Amr Lefanov, Rebanish Shalala. So the Malach responds like he says, Klumish Evetcher Teveas Rabbi. It's great that you said you're going to give it back, but I have no way to ever to ever make a claim. How could I ever ask you for it? So whatever that's supposed to mean. So basically, Amar Lai said back, Nachal Kishain, the Kishain River, which is where Sisra's troops all drowned, that Ia Arev, that will serve now to be a Arev to guarantee it. Miyar Paltan Abasha, immediately. The Yams have spit out the corpses of the dead of Mitzrayim onto the dry land. That the Jews saw the dead Egyptians on the lips on the uh, of the sea uh, on the uh, right on the beaches over there. So over there, that was the second challenge that they challenged on the Yamsuf. Twice they asked for water in a not not improper way. Once was Bimara, once was in Mara, Uberafidim, and a second time in Rafidim. The Mara and Mara it says the Chsiv it says Vayevayu Mara so they they arrived at Mara but Layachul Ishtais they weren't weren't able to drink Uksiv it says Vayon and they complained Ham Al Meisha the nation complained to Meisha Berefidim where in Berefidim the Chsiv as it says Vayachnu Berefidim they resided in Berefidim the Emayim Lishtais there was no water to drink Uksiv it says Vayarev and they fought Ham in Meisha Shnayim Bimon twice they complained about the mud what was that or they had did something wrong. The Chesivet says, I'll tell you, don't go out. And they went out on Shabbos. I'll tell you, don't leave over. And they left over till the next day. There was twice, twice the Slav descended. Once, um, I believe it was in Parshish Peshach, the second one in Parshish Bahalaischa, there were twice that it descended. Um, and uh, both, they, that was the two, the two, the two times. The Slav the first time it says by the Slav it says B'shiftachem al Sir Habasar when you sat on the pot of meat then you complained the Slav Shein and second time the Slav descended was V'asaf Sefer Bekir by Imparches Ba'aleitzcha the Eagle could the Isay the Eagle as we all know about it and the Midbar Par and Kid the Isay Midbar Par and also the Meraglim as we all know about it we will stop here for this week.